Welcome to The Whole Steward, the holistic approach to wealth from a Christian worldview. I'm your host, Andrew Stanton, and I'm glad you've joined. Today, I want to tell you what The Whole Steward is all about, and then I'll show you how you're an investor. Yeah, you, whether you realize it or not, and how you can maximize those investments today on The Whole Steward. Well, this is episode one, and I'm very humbled that you are listening because I am outside my comfort zone right now. But as my dad said when I was in Little League, no pain, no gain. And so that's when we grow. When we put ourselves outside our comfort zone, that's when we grow. I know that. And so I'm thankful that you are listening. I want to learn alongside you. And so if you have comments, questions, concerns, any feedback for us, Send all of those two letters at thewholesteward.com. I would love to hear from you. You can also visit the website. We have a lot going on there, thewholesteward.com. And you can contact us through the website if you would like to do that as well. So what I want to tell you now is the vision, mission, and values of The Whole Steward. Now, you can follow along on the website at the About page thewholesteward.com slash about. So let's jump right in. First of all, the vision. This is what we are doing. Okay, this is the what. Build a community of those seeking to grow in every area of stewardship from a biblical worldview. That is our vision. That's what we would like to do here. And so I'm glad you're listening. I hope you would like to join us. If you don't want to grow or learn, I would suggest that you Just turn this off right now. I am certainly here to learn, and I hope you are too. The mission. This is why we are doing it. Inspiring people to a more abundant harvest for the glory of God. That is our mission. The whole steward is about helping you gain a Christian biblical perspective for better managing and multiplying all forms of wealth under your care. This is ultimately for the glory of God. It will include finances, but it's not limited to that because we are stewards of more than that, and we'll get into that in a little bit. Now, our values, these are what we are willing and not willing to do to get there. And our values come down, I have nine listed here, and they correspond to each of the forms of capital that we'll get into in a little bit. But those are faith, gratitude, humility, curiosity, love, conservation, generosity, growth, and patience. We value what God values. Ultimately, there are many more values that could be derived from God and His Word and His nature. Uh, But I listed these specifically as corresponding to each form of capital. I had a little fun with that, and so those are it. Now, what about the name? How did we get the name The Whole Steward? Uh, My wife and I picked it very carefully, and it has a lot of meaning packed in there. So what I want to do is jump right into that now. I'm going to go from back to front of the name. So we're going to start with the word steward. Now, if you look on Google, after you get past all the definitions about serving food on an airplane and things like that, On Google, it's a verb, definition number two, as of this recording, to manage or look after, and then in parentheses, another's property. On Webster, it's a noun, definition five, one who actively directs affairs, like a manager. Now, what does the Bible say? 
when we think of Christian stewardship, we often think of financial stewardship, but it's much more than that. And so let's look at five different scriptures here that pertain to what we're talking about, pertain to stewardship, okay? The first is Psalm 24.1. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, the world and those who dwell therein. Ecclesiastes 5.19 says, Everyone also to whom God has given wealth and possessions and power to enjoy them and to accept his lot and rejoice in his toil, this is the gift of God. Or Luke 16.11, If then you have not been faithful in the unrighteous wealth, who will entrust to you the true riches? Or 1 Corinthians 6.19b-20, You are not your own, for you were bought with a price. So glorify God in your body. 1 Corinthians 4.2, Moreover, it is required of stewards that they be found faithful. So what do we see? Five quick points from these five verses. Number one, everything is the Lord's. Number two, God gives us wealth and possessions and the ability to enjoy them. Number three, if you're not faithful with your earthly possessions, don't expect spiritual riches. Number four, even your body belongs to God. And number five, stewards must be found faithful. So then, we must recognize that we are ultimately managing everything we have for the Lord during this time on earth for His glory. So that's the word steward. Let's go one word towards the front. What about whole? The whole steward. Back to Google. Adjective, definition number one. It means all of or entire. Or on Webster, adjective definition number two having all its proper parts or components. In other words, complete. So what does Scripture say? 2 Timothy 3.16-17 All Scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, equipped for every good work. Five things I see here as it pertains to the word whole. Number one, Scripture presupposes divine origin and authority. Number two, it's profitable. That means it's valuable for. Number three, these four concepts that we see encompass the entirety of what's good in life. That is teaching, reproof, correction, and training in righteousness. That's everything. Number four, Man, that the man of God. This is anthropos. It means mankind or human being. It includes men and women. And then number five, the word complete. That the man of God or woman of God may be complete, perfect, complete, fitted, ready for every good work. So the whole steward then, whole means having all the parts of stewardship in mind having all the forms of capital under our care being managed well. So we've seen the word steward, the word whole, and now what about the? Well, the whole steward is this show, but it's also the one who considers all these things as important and seeks to grow 
in every area of stewardship from a biblical Christian worldview. So you can be a whole steward. I can be a whole steward. This show is The Whole Steward. I have a quote here from Larry Burkett, which says, The one principle that surrounds everything else is that of stewardship, that we are managers of everything God has given us. End quote. So then, what are the different areas that we are managing? It would be good to know what they are, right? It's important to understand so that you know what you're managing, so you can better understand the interaction between them, and then you can better optimize what you're doing. So when we come back, I will dive into the nine forms of capital that the whole steward recognizes as being under their care for a short time as a steward granted by God to do the best we can for God's glory. Next on The Whole Steward. Hey there, it's Andrew. I pour a lot into The Whole Steward, and I'm so humbled you're listening. Did you know I regularly post new articles to our website? I also send the Holistic Approach to Wealth newsletter once a week, to which you can subscribe at thewholesteward.com newsletter. If you're enjoying what you're hearing on the show, would you share it with a friend or leave us a review? I'd really appreciate it. Oh, and thanks for listening. Welcome back. Now, let's dive into the nine forms of capital that we have under our management. Now, as whole stewards, we recognize that all of these areas are under our care for a short amount of time while we're on this earth, granted by God as gifts to manage for his glory. So, the first area is spiritual capital, spirituality. That is your faith, meditation, prayer, knowing God. It's really measured by what you believe. And if you want to grow it, do a good job in managing it, you do that by knowing Christ, renewing your mind, sanctification, obeying his word. That is how you grow spiritually. Now, the second form of capital is living capital. That's our bodies, our hands, our feet. It's also food, water, bacteria, plants, animals. You might say, why would you say bacteria? Well, the whole steward recognizes how important bacteria is to our physical life. We'll get into that later, but it's important to care well for it. How do you grow your living capital? Well, it's measured by what you grow. It's measured by how you treat your physical bodies and all the living creatures under your care and also those things that are vital for life. How do you grow them? Well, to improve your physical health, to grow plants and animals, to improve your land, to take care of those things well. Number three is intellectual capital. That is the things that you know. It's your knowledge, your ideas, your skills, your innovations. It's really measured by what you know. So how do you grow it? Well, you would learn and teach. You'd apply what you know. Wisdom is really knowledge applied. Are you using and investing your knowledge in the areas and ways that he wants you to for his glory? Number four, experiential capital. This includes your successes, your failures, wisdom, memories. It's measured by the risks you take 
And so the way that you grow it is to take risks, try new things. That's how you gain experience. It's a little bit more than just knowing things. It's knowing things experientially. Number five is social capital. Your relationships, that's your friends, your family, influences, mentors, partners. It's measured by who you know. And the way that you grow it is to love people, help others, have good relationships, really. That will grow your relational capital. Number six, cultural capital. That comes down to your heritage. That's the laws, the principles, the traditions, the rituals, the holidays that characterize your culture. No matter where you live, you fit into a cultural framework that defines all these things. It's measured by the good in society. All those things, the laws, principles, traditions, rituals, holidays that are good according to scripture and good according to a Christian biblical worldview need to be cared for well, grown and protected. So how do you grow it? Well, be grounded, support foundational biblical principles, protect the sacred in society. Number seven, material capital. Your possessions, it's your stuff. The houses, cars, toys, tools. I have this desk in front of me or this microphone. It's measured by what you have. How do you grow it? Own few things, own things of value, and share. Number eight is financial capital. This is your finances. This is what people often think of when they think of stewardship. But as you've heard, it's not limited to that. Your finances are your money, your credit, your income, your business, all these economic activities that we engage in. It's measured by how much you have. And if you want to grow it, you need to expand your means, do business, create value, secure income, and then be generous. Be generous with all of these forms of capital. There's lots of scriptures specifically about financial capital. And then number nine is time. Now, there's some debate as to whether this is really a form of capital or not. I'm going to say it is, and the reason why is because Scripture says it is. Time is 24 hours in a day. It's essential to growing every other form of capital. It's measured by how you spend it. So if you want to grow your use and your management of time, make the best use of it. You can buy time, spend it wisely, learn to optimize it. Time is essential for growing every other form of capital. If you want to do anything with any other form of capital, you need time. It takes time to grow spiritually. It takes time to grow physically. It takes time to expand your means. It takes time to maintain your possession. It takes time to build relationships. It takes time to vote in elections and support that which is good in the culture. And the interesting thing about time is that we all have exactly the same amount of it. We all have 24 hours in a day, seven days in a week, 365 plus a quarter in a year. Learn to optimize it. So these are the nine forms of capital. Spiritual, living, intellectual, experiential, social, cultural, material, financial, and time. On the whole steward, we will be diving in deeper on each of these categories. And as we address investing or business or different aspects of stewardship, we will see how you can take one form of capital 
and convert it to another. For example, let's say I've had a long day at work, I'm done working and I'm driving home and I stop at the flower shop. I go into the flower shop and I pick out a bouquet of a dozen roses. And I say, I would like to buy these for my wife. I take financial capital, money, and I convert it to, or I exchange it for, roses. Now, some people will say, oh, well, you spent money on the roses. Well, yes, but what I really did was convert the money, traded the money for the roses. So now I gave up some financial capital to gain some living capital or material capital, whichever you prefer. These roses are a beautiful bouquet of 12 roses. Now I'm going to drive home. And when I get home, I'm going to hand these roses right off. I'm not keeping them for myself. I hand them right off to my wife and present them to her as a gift. I just handed over the roses. They're no longer mine. But what did I exchange them for? I exchanged them for a better relationship with my wife. You can see how I took financial capital to change it to living or material capital and then exchange that for relational capital. For those of you who know me, I used to be pretty stingy with money. And I realize now that, yes, I'm spending the money, but I'm spending it for something in return. And then I'm taking that and reinvesting it immediately in something worth more than $20. A dozen roses for $20 may sound like a lot or a little, but I just took $20 and built my relationship with my wife. That's just a little example of how these forms of capital interact with each other. I hope you can see how this is going to be very exciting. Another quick example would be investing money in a house. If you buy a rental property, you are exchanging money for wood and drywall and concrete and metal and ceramic. You didn't spend the money. You just converted dollars to house. And then you could sell the house again and get dollars again. Or you can exchange financial capital for an experience. We went on an excursion one time in Alaska where we paid to go on this boat for a day. Uh, we got to see whales and glaciers and all this great excursion in Alaska. And that was a lot of fun. We were able to do that with our friends. Uh, so that's an example of converting financial capital to an experience. We'll dive into more in the future, but that is to lay the foundation. The whole steward is looking at these nine forms of capital and saying, how can I do a good job in all of them? Now, you might be thinking to yourself, well, I'm fine in spiritual and social and living. I I'm doing great. What about material or financial? Or you might be great financially, but maybe your relationships are suffering. The whole steward will look at all the areas and say, is everything balanced? Am I doing a good job in all the areas? I'm not being a whole steward if I'm very good in one area and completely a train wreck in another area. Be careful to look at all the forms of capital and give a fair assessment. We'll get into all of these different forms at one point or another. It should be a great time of learning, enjoyment, and praising the Lord for what he's given us, doing a good job. That's all I have for today, and I hope you found it insightful. Please join me next week as we jump into goal setting. As we look at the year behind us, 2022, and the year in front of us, 2023, did you accomplish what you wanted to? Do you know what you want to accomplish this coming year and how to go about it? 
I'll come at it from a perspective that maybe you haven't thought about before. That'll be next week on The Whole Steward. Until then, now that you know more, go out and grow more. All content on The Whole Steward is for informational purposes only and must not be considered personal, professional, tax, or legal advice. Please consult an appropriate professional for individualized advice. Though we do our best to bring you reliable information, we make no guarantee on its accuracy. So you must rely on your own due diligence to draw your own conclusions. The views expressed by guests on the show are their own and may not represent that of the host. Please visit our website for complete terms and conditions. Thanks for joining us today for the holistic approach to wealth from a Christian worldview. This show is brought to you by thewholesteward.com.